You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Alright, Jim, are you ready to bring this shit? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm back after 68 weeks in hiatus. I, I, it really feels like it's been ages since I've been on a podcast. It I'm, has been. It feels like I don't even know you anymore because we can't talk. We outside. can't talk in real life. No, We're saving it all for not. the cast. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't talked to you in multiple weeks. I know. Since PAX, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been sick. You can probably hear it in my voice. I'm still, still uh, fighting the... The good fight. Fighting the good fight. <laughs> I, I am. I'm trying to keep back the forces of evil in my nose. Absolutely. To get through it and cast this week. Those but uh, dark forces. Yeah, but I'm better, mostly. Uh, I'm back in I'm action. I'm actually in the bald tower with you tonight. We're in the bald tower, once again. We're using uh, our equipment again. We're, we're Aeron-less, though. We are without an Aeron Hubbard. No Kool-Aid drinking this evening. <laughs> Or no, that's no, you. That, that, I guess is we that are me? drinking no, Kool-Aid. Yeah, Jonestown. Jim Jones, Jonestown. Jonestown Jam, you even have a Kool-Aid, hey Kool-Aid, get symbol oh, that's right. for another show. Die. Yeah. Of it's I'm, you. I'm going to blame it on the sickness. Yeah, let's get down with the sickness, by the way. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's episode, uh, episode 57. 57. Yeah, we're, we know, we know, we're on to you guys. We know that you don't listen to the end of the cast. But we're watching you. And we're watching you. And we know that you don't listen to the end of the cast, so we're going to bring the announcements to the front of the cast. That's right. You asked for it. No, you Taste didn't. it. You didn't ask for it. You, you you implied that you wanted it. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing it. We're doing it to you. We're actually, this is something you probably don't want. Let's hurry but up and until, screw them. until we start getting more Don't forget feedback, to pull out. Until we start getting more iTunes reviews. More Twitter followers. That's right. Uh, more forum participation. We're moving... The intro, the introduction <laughs> to the introduction. The introduction. The introduction. <laughs> what do you call it? You call it an outro and an I, intro, I right? Call so, it an outro, but, but it would technically be an outroduction. Would it? If it's an introduction, that's right. But th- that doesn't mean that the outro ends with the same duction. <laughs> you sure? I'm not sure. I'm not a scholar or we'll have PhD to look that up. on ductions. Induction. I think it's I just suction. It, however, you are yes, definitely, and PhD I can I can tell the audience more about that because I've been to several <laughs> gay bars lately. But oh, that's we'll right. We'll get into yeah. that. We'll get into we'll that. get deeply into. Oh that. boy, uh, <laughs> so we're bringing it to the front. Uh, we have a Twitter account, baldmove.com slash twitter slash something. I don't know. I've lost it. If we're bringing it to the front, we might as well be accurate. <laughs> okay, twitter.com slash baldmove is our Twitter account. Go up there. And uh, tweet. sign up, tweet, do whatever you got to do to friend us or follow us or whatever they're calling it these days. We have a Facebook account. Uh, you have to go to Facebook and search for Bald Move. We have forums, forums.baldmove.com. Um, .com. A lot of action going on there sometimes. Sometimes it's totally dead. <laughs> uh, but we need more people in there, so it will never be totally dead. But then you can just role play you're in a Fallout universe. Sure. It's cool. You can do that. And start to, to, to just whistle to yourself. 
Couldn't they do uh, that not on a forum? No, you have to be on a forum. (laughs) Because you expect there to be others, but it's like a ghost town, right? Gotcha. So then you you bring your tumbleweed, set it in front of your desk, Mm. and then blow it across your desk as you're on our forums. (laughs) Anyway... Um, yeah, or email us at blueyonder at baldmove.com. Send us some feedback that we will read on the show. And you could possibly get your own segment on the show. One of our listeners has already gotten their own segment on the show, Stoffa's Corner. We've got one of those tonight coming up. Mm-hmm. And you could be next. You could be next. Yep. It's only a matter of uh, you actually putting forth a small amount of effort. Yep. Uh, like typing on your keyboard a couple times. And a very small amount of effort. Very small. Very small. Like Jim's penis. Very small. <laughs> Aaron's penis. He's not here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, Jones. Well, okay. What's happening, man? What's going on, brother? Uh, not much other than being sick. While, while I was sick, you were apparently going to gay bars. Is that is That, that right? is true. I guess I could start out with a quick tale of my uh, last weekend's events. I was uh, given a rare opportunity as a, as a man of 30 years of age with a son that's going on six and a girlfriend of seven years. I don't get out much, but uh, there comes a rare time when the grandmother, my mom, will take the boy, mm. and he happens to be on spring break this week. So she's had him for the last five days. Wow. And while I've been working throughout that period of time, um, I've had several days off too. So. Uh, went out immediately after I worked on Saturday to uh, a gay bar. Like all of yeah. all of our the Hold former uh, <coughs> producers uh, of Power Play, uh, all of our friends are are of the gay variety. The, the gay variety, the homosexual variety. You can't even say it, can you? What what is the what is the PC? I don't. I, gay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, gay. Okay. I'm pretty sure gay is correct. Well, homosexual. Same gay. They're gay. They're gay. They're, they're gay. gay. So what? Nothing. Okay. I'm just continue. They're gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gay, and they uh, they go to karaoke bars. So I went to a karaoke bar and uh, drank a lot, and stayed up until three thirty in the morning. Uh, slept most of my Sunday in my you know spent the day in my underwear, and then. <laughs> Did that again Sunday night and then worked uh, a 12 hour shift on Monday and then oh. a seven hour shift on Tuesday and then did it again last night. Man. So uh, stayed up until three, drank some Long Island iced teas, sang some karaoke. Voice is a little rough. Yeah. Because uh, I like to scream on the mic. I yeah. Like to, I, like to, I like to get violent. I saw your uh, tweet that you were singing some Tool and nobody really appreciated it. That was the first night because we went to okay. to less cool clubs the first go round. It was gotcha. all is a country gay bar. Country gay bar. Actually, it wasn't oh, a gay that's bar. That's why it was spicy. so uptight. Oh, it was, okay. It was okay. it was a straight bar, a straight country bar, full of uh, country lovers. And I was screaming "Anima," you know, from Tool. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, at the end of the song, I felt like I did a good job, and I got positive feedback from the friends we were with. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rest of the bar was pretty much all crickets. <laughs> yep. And uh, I, I can't say that I'm too surprised. I mean, if it's not, you know, Kenny Chesney or, I don't know, Shania Twain. I don't even know what I was listening to, but it was country. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yeehaw! 
People had their cowboy hats and their boots. It was just the full-on Really? Country. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Full country experience. I actually enjoy... I am not myself gay, but I actually enjoyed the gay bars the next two nights in a row. They're probably more wild. They're not Less as, inhibited. They're a very comfortable, very yeah. accepting yeah. environment. And they make you feel appreciated. They give a lot more positive feedback. A lot more free drinks. Uh, probably, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just, uh, I don't know, it feels more wholesome. Aside from hmm. the fact that every once in a while I have to see two men that I would never like to see kissing, kissing. And your uh, your PhD in suction comes in handy. It does. Every <laughs> once in a while I have to help somebody get a bowling ball just, out of something. Just call me Dr. Suction. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was it was way more fun at the gay clubs. Very, right. very much... Uh, very i guess energy would be the term sure, there's a lot sure. of a lot more uh positive energy people aren't so uptight and to themselves people are intermingling and and just a little bit more ready to accept even when you do bad they'll still <laughs> applaud and give you you know what i mean they'll give okay. you a positive feedback even if you you know the people that get up there and they sing badly they they still get applause mm, like everybody else okay. so very gotcha. cool uh now I have my son back again. I'm going to have to go back into the non-binge drinking, mm, bar hopping yeah. myself to hmm. oblivion kind of mode. But yeah, it was, it was fun. To you. Yeah. Oh, well. <coughs> it was fun to taste freedom again. <clears throat> Yar. Even though I was tasting freedom in a gay bar. I'm not gay. <laughs> does, does freedom <laughs> taste any different in a gay bar? <laughs> it's a little saltier. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, salty, anyway, what have you salty been up freedom. to? Salty Freedom is the name of this episode, by the way. Salty Freedom. <laughs> uh, I have, I've been sick. We talked about that. What we haven't talked about is all the TV that I've been watching while I've been sick. But we did talk a little bit about how TV is not really TV anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I call it television, but... Is it really television if you're not watching it on a television? I don't know, man. I think we're in a this hazy, funny area where like TV's not really TV now. Because I mean, what it what was TV? It can't be what what made TV TV in the first place. The, it's the box it's because you were watching, you were watching it, it. You called the box a television. The right? device became the medium. Yes. Yeah. And now the medium is its own thing. Is separated from the device. It's different now because I've watched Deep Space Nine on my cell phone in yeah. my bed at night and go to sleep watching it. And um, now I can watch... I watch all kinds of Star Trek episodes on my computer mm -hmm. or from the laptop's HDMI cable hooked to my TV, which actually has no connection to a cable television network yeah no or antenna. even an antenna. Yeah, yeah. I just jack in the HDMI from the laptop. So, am I watching... The only time I feel like I'm watching t TV is if it's on a device that's still called a TV, which I still have mm -hmm. one. It's my HD set. Yeah, I don't even have one. But like, it almost doesn't feel like TV because I'm streaming it. What does that mean? Um, Well, I mean, TV is always streamed, right? TV is always... Like, classic yeah. television is streamed. Yeah, but it's uh, captured it's not... over... You know, it's either brought to you by a coaxial cable in mm -hmm. the past or over an antenna. I lived in the hills, so. Sure, sure. You know, 
Um, I, I I really think it's tied to the device itself. Like, in a hundred years, will they still be calling them television shows? I don't I don't know if they will. That's or, I don't. Or, think or what so. will they call them? What will be the new term for television? Will it be episodic media? I mean, like episodic video. <laughs> Serials. Maybe they'll just call them serials. Serials, but what if it's episodic? Epis- what if it's not a serial? Well, then it's a it's a made for like TV, non TV, streamable serial <laughs> with a with a toy in the box. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like TV to me unless I'm watching it on a TV set. Yeah. If I'm watching a show that's broadcast on a television network mm-hmm. on a phone. Am I watching TV anymore? I don't think so. No, I think you're watching... A... I think you're watching a TV show, but you're not watching it on TV. But when the te- when the television no longer exists, which will probably eventually happen, I mean, we'll all have, like, shit strapped into our brains or something. Maybe. You don't call it television. The term television is faded out of memory of society. Yeah. You can't see it through the snow. You have to adjust the rabbit ears. So what? So what do you call it? You call it... A headgear? I'm you watching don't... the headgear, Mom. <laughs> don't interrupt me when I'm watching the headgear. I just think it's stupid to say that you've been watching a lot of TV when you don't watch a TV. You're right. I don't watch any television. But you've been watching a lot lately. What have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> I've watched absolutely no television, but I have been watching a lot. Yes. Um, what What episodes of this serial have you been engaging? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I watched... I can't remember if I finished The Wire before or after PAX and if I've talked about it, but whatever. I watched through The Wire. I wasn't totally blown away like everybody seems to be, but it's good. What's the it's, show about? It's strong. It's uh, basically a cop drama. Um, It's about drugs and police. So it's like a real serious, intense drama. Yeah, yeah. It's very serious. It's definitely <clears throat> like the most realistic television show I've ever seen. Um, and HBO is kind of known for that. They do a lot of realistic stuff, but this, like there is, except for very, very, uh, isolated incidents, no music in this thing. So like Hmm. everything is totally understated. I mean, when somebody gets shot and killed, it's understated. Everyone kind of looks at it. You get a very short, brief reaction from them, which is totally not over the top it's nothing like the typical dramas you'd see on tv it's just like them grimacing a little bit and then it cuts to something else so it's more realistic it yeah in my opinion it feels too realistic like it doesn't have the impact that dramas have on me because there's not enough not enough feeling put into you appreciate the extra um Kind of decoration, like an intense soundtrack. Yeah, I, I mean it's it. it's time tested, right? I mean people put music into movies and television shows because yeah. it, it adds effect. It well, adds weight. We were just talking about laugh to tracks the earlier. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, laugh tracks do the same thing, except not for drama, for comedy. Sure. Yeah. Um, it kind of gets your brain into that space. Yeah. And, and you start going, oh yeah, you get open to suggestion because your brain says, I should be finding this funny because everybody's mm-hmm. laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're more susceptible to chuckle at something that without a laugh track Probably. would be like, this is sterile shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, I would never yeah. laugh if friends didn't have a laugh track. Right. <laughs> or... I think if you're going to extract that element then you have to have something to replace it with 
and that should be yeah. you know the concept maybe needs to be a high co- a higher concept there like you're trying to evoke another reaction instead of the old standard you know reaction that's that's brought to them through the music or the track or whatever and i mean they do a pretty good job of it like i'm i'm not going to say there's no weight or impact to it but it just it doesn't feel as heavy to me as the dramas i see with music what the dramas you... i see with a little a, a tiny bit of overacting like not like you would react to it in everyday life you like just, you, you would act to react to it if you were like jean-luc picard <laughs> Well, Jean-Luc Picard would overact it. What the fuck? <laughs> Someone spilt my milk. <laughs> Prepare for Life is speed. but a walking shadow. <laughs> a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then spills his milk no more. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. You exactly. want you want a little bit uh I want Picard to You spill want a his little milk. fantasy to it almost. You yeah, want a it little to be, bit, yeah. you want, uh, or at least maybe I shouldn't say fantasy. You want a little exaggeration, yeah, yeah, a little bit of uh, over dramatization, just to True. just to punctuate the emotion there. Exactly. Okay. And I don't feel like the wire offers that, which is why gotcha. I like the shield much better than the wire. Um, the shield. The shield. Yeah. It's... Is there a follow up show called the sword? The sword and the crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, That's the, awesome. the tunic. Which show is better? The Tunic is by far the best. The best. Yeah. yeah. It's got more balls than the rest of them. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> Doesn't have as many shields to hide behind. <laughs> the Tunic. Anyway, so The Wire, I just wanted to briefly mention. Um, the the show that I've really enjoyed the most out of all my show watching over the past few weeks has been Cowboy Bebop. Oh, my God. And it's shocking to hear me say this. I'm well, shocked. Okay, you're shocked for a different reason, but okay. our listeners are probably shocked because I do not like anime. they've never heard of it. <laughs> well, they've never heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, why are you listening to our show? We're about Who are geek you? stuff. Donald Trump. Stop listening to our show, Donald Maybe Trump. Maybe they're colorblind to anime, which I thought you were. I thought I was, too. That's the thing. So what's going on? How the hell I don't know. can you possibly like Cowboy Bebop? It's an anime. It's, you're right. You're right. It's an anime. Jim Jones doesn't like anime, so Jim Jones doesn't like Cowboy Bebop. That's how my head works. You've just shattered my reality. Well, get used to it. That's what I do. That's right. what I do. Bring the thunder, man. Rock uh, me. Tell me what is going on. Why do you like it? Um, I think the first thing that really made me sit up and say hey i might like this did is... you actually set up and say i set up that... and i went hey hey now <laughs> i might like this i might like this <laughs> it's possible i'm gonna like this uh was the style of it like okay it's not the animation style but like the music in this is so so cool, first of all. Like, I absolutely love the freaking music. I do, too, actually. I mean, I've seen Do you? I've seen the okay. whole series. And I've not seen the, the movie And yet. the movie. So, yeah. Well, you, you got my message, right? I did, but I did not watch them in order. Oh, you fucked hard. <laughs> did you, I mess up? You fucked it up a little bit. I mean... Really? You just have to understand now that when you watch the movie that it's not going to be in order. So... It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be inserted before the end of the series as an episode of the series. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. So you, you didn't insert it properly. <laughs> um, okay. So 
but that's not going to destroy my enjoyment. No, absolutely not. Have okay. you finished the series? I have finished the series. Yes. Okay, so you finished yeah. the series, that's... and we're probably going to spoil it. I don't know if we talk about it at any spoiler depth. alert. But yeah, so Cowboy watch out. Bebop virgins, get out of the room. I'll play uh, real folk blues if we're about to go into spoiler sounds. That's a good song. That's a really good song. Really I like good. the. I, you were going on before I inter- inserted my episode episode (laughs) (laughs) um so before i had my episode um you were saying that the you like the music yeah yeah i always like the intro is that what the song is called no the intro no no no. that's just like the theme of the show i don't know what what name that song has but the the outro the real folk is the real folk blues no Oh, that's the one with the chick singing yes yeah Yeah. the one that says the real folk blues in it yeah but it's I, it's played 20-something times in the last week, so right. I have it very, very fresh in my head. Not me. I haven't watched it in over probably six years. Yeah, so, so it's, I don't expect you to remember it. No, I don't even vaguely remember the plot of the goddamn thing. Um, It's a love story. Is that primarily how it is? It's a love story overall? Yeah. I mean, you've got Spike, the main character, who is essentially was in love with this girl julia at some point and oh i should be playing the real folk blues here yeah yeah it's playing in the background right now um but basically they fell in love and like they got separated he was supposed to come back for it i guess he never did and then near the end of it he discovers that she's still alive and she wasn't killed um and he goes back to meet this Also having, like, an arch nemesis to him. Yeah, whose name is Vicious. Yeah. Yeah. And all I remember is the ending is horribly tragic. Very, very tragic. And it's definitely the series is over. (laughs) The series is over. Right? It's done. Because, oh, yeah, everyone dies. The only person I can't think, the only person I think of who doesn't die is maybe Faye and, uh, and what's his name, the sidekick who owns the ship. Yeah, with the beard. Who owns the bebop. With a beard. Yeah, does he, does he have a, a beard? He has a cyborg arm. Yeah, I think he has a he's little a bit of a, uh, maybe a, like a real thin Pro- you're, facial You're probably hair, right, yeah. As I recall. He has a mechanical eyebrow as well, which was kind of <laughs> weird. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's kind of goofy. I must say I didn't <laughs> like, and it's not because of the mechanical eyebrow. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. But I did not enjoy my experience with this anime. I fucking wanted to love it, right? Really? I had it been to... super hyped? It had. It had, really? Oh, God, yes. The guy okay. that wanted me to get this under my belt was this total anime freak, game mm. freak. Very much a, a geek. So, you know, somebody cut from our cloth, but way more into anime than I've ever been. Yeah. And I like anime, I consider myself a fan uh-huh. but he was absolutely baptized in it and huh. had it all over his room his house nice and um what said that this was like the best anime of all time really and said that this would totally rock my world and melt the flesh off my face like spending the night with really? charlie he hyped Sheen. it that <laughs> he hyped it that much yeah tiger blood Tiger blood, and not only did he hype it that much, it was it was concentrated day after day because he was my manager oh. at the game store that I worked at at the time. Hmm. So day in and day out, it was always, "Have you seen Cowboy Bebop yet?" <laughs> no. Well, you should. It's the greatest thing since sliced chicken. <laughs> 
And then I would be I like, even know they slice chicken. Then I'd be like, you know, that kind of turns me off. But at some point, I, it penetrates through my shields, and I have mm-hmm. to see it. So, famous cousin Ace Jace, you know, world-renowned Quake champion. Sure. He uh, lent me the series on DVD and the movie um, with a printout piece of paper on the order to watch them. Oh, uh, nice. I, I spent a weekend, um, entire Monday through. You know, Sunday watching them in order. And then at the end of it all, I was like, I kind of hate that show. (laughs) See, that's interesting to me because you also, if I recall, don't like Firefly, right? This is correct, yeah. Which is going to be interesting because I have a little topic about Firefly tonight. But, well, roughly related. But but that was also super hyped to you, wasn't it? Totally. Yeah, you like and, uh, me and Aaron. Aaron were saying, man, this is the best thing. Geeks love this. Everyone loves this. Yeah, you've, you you're, you're not complete as a geek, basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's big. That's a big deal to me. That sure. means that it's got a huge shoe to fill. And if it, do, I mean, you better not. If you really want me to like, something, <laughs> don't hype it. Don't hype it to me. Just slip it to me under the table, yeah. under the rug, someday. And huh. uh, and then Slipping I might actually see it see it as you saw it, yeah. Because yeah. you didn't probably experience a lot of the things that you enjoy in life after a super hype. That's no, what's so no, bad no. about commercials and movies these days. They show you the best parts, they get you really excited, and then you go yeah. in the movie shit. How many of us have experienced that? Uh, oh well, come on, everyone who's Everybody seen Star Wars, listening, everybody's breathing. Have you ever watched anything that had been super hyped that you actually liked? I can't remember i don't anything? think so what about uh have you, you, have you seen scott pilgrim because i know we super hyped that i did and what do you think i i actually didn't like it as much as i thought i would but i yeah. still enjoyed it because, okay. because okay. it was fun it was just yeah it was a fun movie and it wasn't specifically hyped to me mm, like okay. i'm going to enjoy it because of such and such you know it was just hey this is actually pretty exciting and it was it was comical and action packed, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like in a specific genre. Every time somebody goes and hypes something to me, I ask them what it's about, and if it's about one specific thing, I think of automatically the best experience I ever had in that genre, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, it's got to compare to that thing. And it's got to be better. It's got to be better. Yeah. And then I watch it, and it's not, and I'm yeah. disappointed. Scott Pilgrim is all over the fucking map. There's, oh sure. There's sure. fucking humor and sexuality and fight scenes and all kinds of cool stuff so it wasn't really like i could compare it to anything which is which is why i actually ended up liking it i'm trying to think i might do the same thing maybe there is such a thing as overhype because like no matter how good the the core material is Mm -hmm. you can still overhype it even if it is literally the best thing on the planet i think you could still overhype it because the same thing happened to me with the wire like i heard Everybody was saying the wire, the wire, the wire, the wire is the best show on television. It's the best show ever, hands down. It'll blow you away, and I was not blown away. Sure. Um, <laughs> Phantom Menace. Obviously, there are reasons I wasn't blown away. Oh God! But I'm, at your, I'm like... at your place there, man. That doesn't even <laughs> score on my fucking map anymore. But it was so hyped, so hyped. Oh God, it was so hyped. That may man. have been the most hyped thing I've ever seen. I think so. And the best part of that to this day and to my dying breath will be when that theater erupted into an explosive geek gasm uh-huh. that rocked the entire stadium. 
when the uh, when the, when the letters yeah. when when the letters exploded onto the screen. Oh yeah, yeah, Long time with ago. John Williams star you know Star Wars right there. Yeah. In the big yellow letters, knowing that was the Star Wars that was going to launch a brand new episode that none of us had seen before. Okay, we've talked oh, in length God. about how terrible this was. It Let's was not do so it again. Awesome. Well, I'm and sure we'll have a whole episode dedicated to just the intro of the Phantom that Menace moment. If I could <laughs> probably, isolate a probably, moment yeah. in my geek life, that was awesome. That would be one. But you have to keep two. it very isolated. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. it spoils it immediately. You don't go past, it's just that moment, <laughs> and then it's over. And then I roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, but I don't know. I, the overhype thing, yeah, it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing about uh, Cowboy Bebop is that it had been overhyped to me. Like, I, I had heard, hey, this is great. This is fantastic. You need to check it out. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care about the genre at all. Right. I was like, it can't possibly be good because it's in a genre I hate. So you didn't buy into the so hype. So I didn't buy into the hype. There yeah. we go. I didn't buy it at all. Absolutely. And so when I sat down, I was like, I'm going to hate this. There's no way I'm possibly going to like this. That's probably the difference because I yeah. like the genre going in and I mm-hmm. bought the hype where and then didn't like it. You didn't buy the hype because you don't like the genre yeah. and then it affected you. I say from now on, I'm not going to buy into any hype. Well, you're going to have to not listen to radio, not <laughs> surf the internet. Yeah. Not you're gonna have to become a monk and join or just a, uh, or just look for hype about things that I don't like, and I then don't go try. No man, hype finds you. Hype finds hype you. Hype finds you. The hype mind. It's like us. We find you. <laughs> All right. I just want to know what else you liked about it because you mentioned the music. The music. Um, you didn't say it. You said you didn't like the art style. No, the art style was. Okay. I thought the it just art style was fine. Away. Yeah. I did not have a problem there. I didn't either. It just didn't blow me away. Right. Well, what else? I mean, you said it was a basic love story, and, and I don't really recall the details, but... Well, the characters are good. I like... Um, Spike's character is awesome. He's just this cool dude who's very skilled fighter, who's... Um, he is a good bounty hunter, but a lot of things get in his way. Mm-hmm. And things seem to happen to him. Like, when... When he's uh, he's bounty hunting and there's this cowboy guy. I can't think of his name, but he's an actual cowboy on a horse. Um, and he rides in to like arrest criminals, and he mistakes uh, Spike for a criminal, and like arrests him while Spike is trying to arrest another guy, and just generally gets in his way at every turn. And it turns out that they're basically just alike, um, and they're doing all the same things. It's it's really weird, but. I really like his character. Um, I didn't care too much about the the sidekick guy, but the character that I love the most out of this whole series is Edward, the little girl. Yeah, she is so freaking crazy. Like she's just she's all over the place. She's super smart. She's a hacker, right? Um, but she's totally a child. Like she's, I think she's like nine or twelve or something. Yeah, she's real preteen. Yeah, she's very young, and she's just insane. But she's super smart at the same time, and I really just enjoyed like the, the mix of the two. Like it's not a character I'd ever seen before, hmm. and I thought it was interesting. Kind of the innocence and the playfulness, and at the same yeah. time the super high IQ. Because you'll see that you'll see like kids who are very very smart in like sure. television shows, or I guess shows mm-hmm. since they're no longer television shows 
Um, <laughs> right. or, or different movies or whatever, but you don't really see them being kids. They, they typically are portrayed as adults in child form. So is this the same reason? Like uh, the only other character in fiction that comes to mind is Ender from Ender's game. Although uh, he wasn't although really he's... innocent or playful. Was no, he? not at all. No, <laughs> not he at all. Wasn't. So this is a character that's kind of like that with a mm-hmm. super high intellect and then at the same time retains that goofy randomness that you see in children yeah. of that appropriate age range. The imagination, the yeah. the ability to just let loose and have fun. And yeah, I, I really enjoy so that So you like character. that character. Yeah. So it was the characters that drove your enjoyment. The characters, the story, the music. The um, universe it was in? It's kind of futurist. Yeah, the universe future. is cool. Um, it's definitely the sci-fi universe lent uh, some sort of credibility in my mind like i'm it's not some fantasy anime right because there's another color blindness you're exactly had it been both color blindness could you have even brought yourself to try i don't think you probably wouldn't even tried it if there was a wizard with like (laughs) Uh, riding a dragon riding a dragon at the beginning (laughs) of this thing i would have shut it off immediately right (laughs) yeah i can't do both one or the other maybe one at a time maybe now's the time to tackle the next (laughs) the wizard anime yeah the wizard dragon riding wizard anime yeah no by the end of this jim i will have you watching dragon ball z (laughs) oh no (laughs) and loving it no 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 and see that's the other thing that's the reason i don't like anime is because of dragon ball z Dragon Ball Z made Dragon me hate Ball anime. Z. You thought that was all there was, didn't you? I did. I really you thought did. it defined anime. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is, watching Dragon Ball Z, I know that it's very, very serialized. Right? Like, there's a mm-hmm. story thread tying through every single episode. Totally. I'd, I'd say it's definitely serial. Um, it it, it uh, is chapter esque. Everything okay. links to the next, but it's kind of done in in segments. There's a saga. Like for example, hmm. the Frieza saga. It's a God. it's a big super. There's more let, that I want let, to know no, about it already. Let me just quickly run through the method. There's a method okay, to okay. the show. All right, all right. They have a, <laughs> they they have a, a super villain arise. Mm-hmm. What's and, his name? <laughs> you you pick one. Uh, Boo Star. Yeah, let's do. But Boo is one. But Boo Star. <laughs> I'm serious. And then he morphs into Boo Star when he goes super Boo saiyan. Boo does and morph. Up. That's no. crazy. Oh. You've seen it. I have seen it. You're right. Okay. I've seen episodes of it. Okay. And um, so it does have that uh, structure, but, and they do sometimes reference older things and older elements, but they're not pivotal. Like it'll just go over your head if you've not, you know, watched the earlier episodes. Okay. But yeah, supervillain comes, struggle, defeat the supervillain. <laughs> the <it>. heroes defeat. <laughs> <laughs> the heroes defeat the supervillain. <laughs> What was that? I don't know. My best William Shatner. Um, and then another supervillain will come and they have to kill it. So, so supervillain after supervillain. Why is that a bad thing? Like, what, well, what, what, you what, know your, what was your point? You know why. You, you because th- the episodes, how long are the episodes? Are they an hour each? They're, uh, I think, a half hour each. Half right? hour? And 20 minutes out of that half hour is grunting and powering up. Every single episode is 20 minutes of grunting and powering up, 10 minutes of dialogue and action. It's it's a completely imbalanced ratio. I knew we were going to go here. (laughs) Of course you did, because it's true. (laughs) It's true. I've seen more grunting and powering up in Dragon Ball Z than I've seen anything else. There is a lot of grunting, okay? (laughs) And a lot of powering up. 
Right, you have to grunt while you power up. <laughs> I mean, I do, you but... expect to power up without grunting? <laughs> Come on. I, oh, At least it's oh. realistic. I mean, because, I mean, who grunt, who does not grunt while they power up? <laughs> I just couldn't take it. I, I, I swear one time, like, I walked into your room, I stood there for five minutes of grunting and powering up, and I left because it was just... <laughs> I should not be watching that on television. I thought you had it on repeat. <laughs> or some pornographic, like... Grunting uh, and powering up. I don't oh know, man. Oh, God. Five minutes of grunting. There's more to the fucking show. <laughs> You've got to understand, this series has been going on for years. And, grunting and, and powering it's up. It's not going on anymore. Four out of five Akira years. Akira Toriyama doesn't do it now, but it had, like, three series. There was Dragon Ball... Then there was Dragon Ball Z, and then there was Dragon Ball GT, which was a shorter run series, wasn't as popular in Japan, um, and kind of took a little bit different direction with the material. But there's like 180 episodes of the goddamn show across three series. So there is a lot. Is that what your original point was in bringing this here? 170 of those episodes. Is that you felt like to get into anime? Because Cowboy Bebop's a little bit unique because. A lot of these series are huge. They go on forever, years yeah, and yeah. years and years, mm-hmm. multiple spinoffs, manga. Cowboy Bebop's pretty much you watch the sh- show, you know, you watch 20-something episodes, you're done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's over. And is that why another reason you, you approached it? What even made you try it? Um, oh, No, I actually didn't know when I went to watch it how many episodes there were, if it was 100 years or one year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I tried it is because it was recommended to me by several people, like all at once, and it was just like, "All right, fine." It's been, <laughs> I've been hearing about this thing for ages. I've got Let's this color it. blindness that I need to get over. Let's just do it. Let's jump in. I'm sick. I don't feel like doing much of anything else but watching TV. I'm just gonna do it. So and Dragon so Ball Z actually helped you enjoy Cowboy Bebop because yeah, you it expected did. it to be like Dragon Ball Z. Well, I expected it to be a. <laughs> a lot of bullshit like grunting and powering up no gr- <laughs> i i noticed very very little grunting in this series <laughs> that's good almost no grunting whatsoever I don't, I don't think grunting is is a uh is an anime staple it's just dragon ball z i think it might just be dragon ball z <laughs> <laughs> uh but very very little grunting um and the other thing that i thought going in was that it was going to be very serialized like very complete story Every week adds on to the story, and there's like this all these threads going through it. But I found out that there was really only one main thread to the story, and the rest the rest of the episodes were like kind of episodic. Yeah, they were. That's yeah. another reason I didn't like it. Yeah, I, that kind of turned me off a little bit because I was expecting more serialization. I wanted more of a saga. Yeah, but I didn't get it except for that one thread you alluded to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with the one-year format, you would think they could tell a very neat, clean, threaded story. There. Yeah, that built up, that took elements and drug them all the way through to a completion, which it did with that one thread. It did, yeah. And it did and that very well. I thought well. that was the best part of the show, my, yeah. myself. Um, but I wanted a little bit more emphasis on that thread. And each each episode, that's another reason I didn't really care for Firefly. Because each each episode was pretty much yeah. its own thing, and I kind of wanted like this saga universe, like a Deep Space mm-hmm. Nine, where 
you're kind of lost in season four yeah. if you haven't seen seasons one through three. You know, and I get that. I understand why you were hoping for more out of Firefly in that regard. Um, with Firefly, you have to remember that that was not designed to be a fourteen episode series. True, they were building, but you're right. It was it was somewhat episodic. Although in those episodes, a lot of stuff did happen. That if you've seen Serenity, have you seen that? Did finally see that. Liked Serenity. Okay, yeah. A lot of stuff that, well, everything that's in Serenity was meant to play out over a course of years. Right. Through and the it series. felt kind of rushed. It you know, did, Even yeah. in the movie felt you know, yeah. very rushed. And I think had it been given the time to really develop, develop it, could have, it would and have maybe been great. it could have been. Yeah. Maybe I would not be sitting here saying that I don't like Firefly. It could have possibly be one of my favorites but uh, i think the thing that most people like about firefly is the setting and the style of it like that cowboy western oriental uh space that's why i'm looking forward to cowboys and aliens oh god (laughs) that same reason yeah (laughs) no i'm just kidding i wish i remembered some of the chinese curses they said in firefly (laughs) because i'd use one right now on you (laughs) i don't remember them either uh, another thing I liked about Cowboy Bebop, and I don't know how many people do it this way, but I was watching the dubbed version, so that it had U.S. American whatever voices. Blame. And I had subs on at the bottom. Oh, you did. So okay, well that's not terrible because then you can see where the differences are. Yeah, and that was the interesting thing. Like all these, the the subtitles on Cowboy Bebop, at least the subtitles I had, were very very bad. Like, had I only been watching the, like, Japanese dub mm-hmm. and with the subtitles, I would have missed so much context because the phrases that they use in the subtitles are not, like, Americanized very well at all. Like, mm-hmm. they'll they'll say things that you understand what they mean, but they don't have the weight and the, the, con- the contextual stuff in them that american slang does and american sayings do absolutely right and that's a big reason i think a lot of purists will Mm -hmm. will watch it with the original voice actors yeah yeah if if they understand japanese though right well no because uh, i watched a lot of my anime with that original uh the japanese language playing on the audio mm -hmm. and then just reading the subtitles that way you get the um phonetic kind of punctuation sure um and appropriate tone um delivered by the original voice actors as well as a more accurate translation of the meaning into english well that that was the thing like the the subtitles were not doing a very good job of giving me any context Hmm. that was the that was the issue i had like the voice acting was actually better than the subtitles in my opinion oh really yeah now i don't know i didn't hear the japanese uh, audio track obviously so i don't know if there was like stuff that i was missing because i wasn't hearing their exact inflection or whatever i'm definitely more of a of a lazier fan these days i'm i'm losing my like hardcore edge and and i'm liking the the dubs because i can just mm. listen and, and as long as you kind of enter it knowing that you're not going to get a precise accurate delivery of the intent all the time yeah you can kind of fill in the blanks a little you know I had no problem with it. I mean, I obviously don't watch a lot of anime, so right. right. I, I th- would you I'm try? Uneducated. Would you uh, now that you've enjoyed, you know, had a good experience with anime? Would you attempt to venture forth into that uh, uh, as long as it's genre not Dragon again? Ball Z? 
Yeah, of no course. No Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I, that, I off can't, the table. Yeah. Off the table. I can't do it. Forget it. No more grunting. But yeah, We're give gonna... me another good anime and I'll watch it. You'll try anime again. I'll try an anime again. Oh, wow. You're I could become an anime see fan. In color. Yeah. Yeah. You could become a fan. I could become a fan. That's pretty intense. That's cool. Because I, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience with Cowboy Bebop. Well, with that said, I've brought you this list of fantasy novels oh, God. here. I've got uh, first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to start you with uh, a lighter yeah. read, The Silmarillion. <laughs> Even I know that's not a light read. <laughs> that's, how, that's not how you break into fantasy no, fiction. God, no. No. <laughs> All right. Well, oh boy. that's cool. What else is going on? Um, two other shows I want to talk about, and I've tried to talk about them a little quicker. Um, another show that I watched start to finish, uh, three seasons, I think, maybe only two, is Community. Have you seen Community? No, but I've heard about it. it it's a, it's a, it's a call. No. It's no, God, no, it's not a call it's center. It's not the call center show? No, in India? No. Yeah. That's offensive and dumb. I yeah, hate Really? That. You think it's offensive enough? It's offensive I've not and seen dumb. it, but I've been hearing all about it. I, of course, now work in a call center environment, tech support. Yeah. And people love that show there. I don't... What's Do the name really? of the show? I don't even have the name. We haven't even named I've the damn thing. I've seen episodes on non-television, but no, I, don't, right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Maybe that'll be it in the future. NTV. NT, I want my NTV. Yeah. Non-television. Just change that song, yeah. Now airing on NTV. Every show. Anyway. Anyway. So. Uh, community is about a community college. Like this group of... Okay. Uh, it's a study group. They're in a Spanish study group um, that was faked by the guy at the beginning to try to hit on this girl. And... It turned into an actual study group, and they're all friends now. Um, Hmm. Right off the bat, the Jehovah's Witness stuck out to me. There's a Jehovah's Witness character in Community. I don't know if you're aware of that. I didn't know that. But he is by far the worst Jehovah's Witness I've ever seen. This guy would be kicked out of the Jehovah's Witnesses so fast that it would make his head spin. He would lose our game, the society. Absolutely, he would. He'd be disfellowshipped. He'd be disfellowshipped in a heartbeat. He's playing after school. He's he's like a very famous high school quarterback. Doesn't happen. No. He's going to Halloween parties, Christmas parties. Absolutely. He's celebrating birthdays. He's doing all these things. He's cursing. He's fighting. None of this stuff would be allowed. None of it. Hell no. Absolutely not. I wonder if they did any like source material research. They couldn't have on the character. No character study there at all. It's impossible that they did even the smallest shred of research. Wow. Is did they get anything right? I'll play the Price Is Right game. Um, man, did they get anything anything they got right? He celebrates birthdays, Christmas. Yeah. Well, he goes to Christmas and Halloween parties. Because at one point he says like, um. They're trying to get him to go to, like, this Christmas party or whatever that that none of them want to go to. And they all have their, like, excuses. Like, oh, I've got something to do that day. And his excuse is, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. So that part is accurate. But then he would not be going to Christmas or Halloween parties. No. At all. Oh, no. So I don't... I don't understand. What age is this person? It's not consistent even within the show. It it doesn't make any sense. Uh, He's college age, like, 20, maybe. Hmm. I don't uh, like Yeah, because he turns 21 during the show. So. Uh, is still living at home or he's out on his own? He's out on his own. Maybe he's uh, uh, experimenting with things, doing it all. He's, he's leading doing, a double life. He's doing like the Amish do. Uh, what's the... The Mennonites? No, no, no. What's the term? use technology. 
for, no, what's the term for the Amish where they Pictures go don't out steal their souls during the, the like when they turn eighteen they go out and party <laughs> it up and do whatever. <laughs> Leave the, you're making this gesture. Nobody can see this, but he's, he's doing the classic in and out. Fun, you know, with the with the arms trying to gra- grasp gra- my thoughts, grabbing at air and pulling it back in. Yeah, and then, trying to trying to get the word. Is there a word for it? Is it a special is. Amish a special, word? Yeah, and I can't think of it. But anyway. Sowing uh, your wild oats. Doing that. Sow your wild oats. <laughs> That's not the technical term. There's technical Amish Oh, there's term. a technical term. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know the technical. I don't either. But he's a terrible witness. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so that annoyed me right off the bat. Yeah, I but, don't like it already. I hate it. Well, overall, I like the show because there's this great character named Abed who is like this total... He's a total nerd, and he's immersed in media all the time. And every time he speaks, practically, it's uh, some sort of movie or television or game reference. Um, and he's just—he's constantly being nerdy. That's the witness. No, no, no. This is another guy named Abed. Oh, Abed. Okay. Abed. Um, but he... he's very cool. He's like total nerds. Is he a Muslim? Is this like all like? Uh, he's Middle Eastern. I think he might be from Pakistan or Do India. They all announce their religious beliefs all the characters is this like no it's it's a very like uh, eclectic class of characters you know like like they try and get one person from every background and mix them all together and it creates this hilarious mix like Mm. yeah you know it's it's one of those kumar go to white yeah except to the nth degree they've got two characters the yuppie white guy um they've got the hippie earth friendly chick so like an early 2000s teen movie where they've got yes yeah very all much the so. stereotypes are present. all the stereotypes are there and they think it's hilarious to see them interact gotcha whatever okay but uh abed the nerd is really hilarious um <laughs> so geeks are probably like that like him and then they do these shows you've probably heard about the D episode right no 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 I didn't. oh man i know nothing of this the D episode is epic you need to check that out because really? they play a D game like there's the this... jehovah's witness too the jehovah's witness too yeah bullshit yep yep called bullshit. bullshit um but they all get together and they play this D game and it is absolutely awesome because chevy chase is in it and he plays this he <laughs> is play... that right <laughs> yeah he plays this old guy who is just an asshole to everybody and his oh, whole like... goal in the D game is to kill this to kill the party <laughs> that's all he wants to do he wants a tpk total party kill <laughs> i didn't even know it was such a term yeah so uh, he's going for that so he's not the dm he's a player trying to sabotage everything yeah i i tried to do that once <laughs> you get kicked the fuck out of the game pretty soon i bet yeah, yeah. and uh, suddenly all the monsters were attacking me yeah and coming up out of the earth after me and well that's the thing abed was the game master and he's like very he wants to play it by the rules. Like he's not going to just kick you out of the game because you're causing trouble. He's going to play. If you, if you can play the game better than the other players, he's going to let you do whatever you want. Basically. Wow. Wow. So that's an interesting approach. It's very cool. You need to check that episode I'll, out. At least I'll look that for one. that on my non TV player. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they do, they do a lot of these themed episodes. <clears throat> so like you've got the raw <clears throat> shish boom, shish boom, uh, so you've got, like, the D&D episode. You've got the latest one they did is Pulp Fiction. And it's all themed in the Pulp Fiction universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did 
a Halloween episode where they did like a zombie outbreak sort of thing at the school. Um, and they had the costumes of Abed and the witness character. Yes. He's at a Halloween party. Um, Abed was in the alien costume uh-huh. and then, uh, the witness character was in the, uh, Ripley's costume where she's got like the crane around her or whatever, or the mechanical, like oh, the yeah. arms that she's fighting the alien with. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was his costume. <laughs> Functional, so, or it was just a silly like. Uh, it was silly. It was a cardboard thing. Gotcha. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny. So they do tons of like media and geek references. In Sounds show. like a geeks kind of show to me. It is. It's good. I like it. So I'll check it out. Community, huh? Community. What non TV? Uh, what non TV um, actual station is Friday that night? So maybe I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. And just I'll look on my phone and stream it off. Look on something. your NTV. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a, a lot of non-television that you've been watching there. That is. I've got and, one more show I oh want to talk about. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. What else? I don't know what we're at right now. Oh, man, we're at... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover this one quick. All right. Uh, Castle is the other one I've been watching. Have you heard anything about this? No. Nothing. No. Okay, this is a procedural crime drama, which I normally freaking hate procedural crime drama are you talking like csi i am unfortunately mm. and i never, hate these never shows. like that gosh. i don't like the law and orders i don't like me either. csi miami i can't uh, get into them. las vegas uh whatever however <laughs> well, many there's a csi what of yeah. every state CSI is there London? a csi indiana probably know. csi why is this different <laughs> um, What's good about this? This has Nathan Fillion from Firefly. Well, first of all, and um, also Doctor Horrible fame, right? And Doctor Horrible, yep. Um, so He's Hammer. What don't you like quickly though about the other types of shows? What has never done it for you? Um, I'm actually surprised that any geeks like procedurals. Um, well, I'm of mixed feeling because procedurals. The whole point is to pose a problem. Mm-hmm. research it over the course of the show and solve it at the end yeah it's a puzzle game basically but it's not it's a very bad one because <laughs> it's like it's a puzzle game okay. where you watch someone else do it you watch somebody <laughs> it's like sitting at a table watching someone put together a puzzle yeah that is not fun sounds boring when you put it that way <laughs> it really is like if if i'm watching a mystery they're giving me clues up front like they're I, I should basically be able to figure out within the first 20 minutes of a movie who did it if I really think and put the pieces together. Like, but then you're working. Your head's working. Exactly. Not the characters You're not doing following the characters you. as they slowly piece together. Like, that's the thing. At the, like, 20 minutes a from the end of the movie, I shouldn't get a new detail that, that I couldn't everything. possibly have known. True. Yeah. I, I should get all that front-loaded. And then have the characters go around doing whatever they want to do to try to figure it out while, while I'm trying to figure, trying it out to figure it out based on the them. same information that they're going to have at the end. Okay, makes sense. And that way some some specific technology in that field doesn't appear later out of the blue and, you know, just yeah. like change the shape of everything. Or a doctor goes, oh, I remember in my eighth year of med school they said this in this book at this chapter yeah because you as a normal joe watcher is you're not going to have that knowledge so it's almost like or if you are going to do that like have him researching it in the book at the beginning of the movie yeah 
That way so you that you know. have the same information the characters do I at like the very that. end from the beginning of the movie. That way you can be piecing it together. I just interesting. It doesn't interest me because it's like watching someone else. It, it is watching someone else solve a crime. Mm-hmm. That's boring. Heavy Rain on PlayStation Three has a heavy kind of CSI feel to it in mm-hmm. certain chapters around this character, but you're interacting with him directly. You're directing him to the clues. Okay. You're piecing it. It's it's an interactive thing. So you're getting See, the works. new information with him because you're in direct control and you're seeing it unfold because of the way you controlled it. Um, that was cool. I like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't like what you're describing. I've never watched those shows. Don't really know if I wouldn't like them for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. But what is it about this new castle thing? that what What's so good well, about White Castle? It's it's basically Nathan Fillion. It's the same reason I like House because House is a yeah. a, a medical uh, procedural. But uh, Nathan Fillion just makes this show like he's like this sophisticated. He's he's an author, a best selling author like a Stephen King or something, who's sophisticated and he's smart because he's researched everything for his books. Um, and he's this playboy who is just <laughs> constantly like going around like flirting with women and everyone loves him and he's just this great strong character at the beginning mm-hmm. although it's kind of morphing to where he's this like this naive like easily manipulated idiot it's just mm-hmm. he's turning into almost a kid in a lot of ways to where he just because at the beginning they used like his ability to weave a story to solve these crimes. Like he was piecing together things that other people didn't see because they didn't have the imagination to do it. Yeah, um, they couldn't see where all the pieces fit. And he does this for a living all day, every day inventing new stories. Sure. Um, but now he's become the guy who's like, maybe aliens did it. Maybe like the painting fell off the wall because the aliens came down and turned the wall into a <laughs> transparent like a conspiracy theorist. Yes, almost. he's turning very much into a conspiracy theorist, but a totally naive, like childlike, and conspiracy theorist. Like the, his theories are so far out into the blue yonder, <laughs> there's no we way have him on the show. They could ever be taken seriously. Right. Whereas at the beginning, his theories were spot on because he was immersed in this. This crime world and well, this thinking. Well, that could kind of be interesting uh, if they take it in the direction you describe, because maybe he's slowly losing himself. <laughs> I you don't think I'm there's just... any story. There's no story like that. That's I, there's not, the not an arc. No, that is not his arc. It's just no reason. They're just changing the character I, for no reason. I think they've they've morphed the character into. So you might yeah, not being be a fan a little for more too much longer. That, no, that's probably true. I've seen the first two and a half seasons and i'm thinking i'm probably out because nathan fillion is good but he's not enough to keep me on a a procedural crime drama and b a show where i don't really care for his character very much he was supposed to play nathan drake in the uh the movie based on uncharted wow but really yeah but they uh they got someone else instead i i forget who they replaced him with ed norton no, somebody bad, somebody nowhere. Somebody near. worse. Oh, I wouldn't think Nathan Fillion would be good for that. Really? No. We are talking about the same guy. Yeah, right? Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, 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 Nathan Fillion. Isn't that his name? Yeah, he's Hammer from Doctor Horror. Yeah, he's yeah. You don't think you'd be a good Nathan Firefly. Drake 
from Uncharted? No, no. Why not? He's almost the perfect appearance. No. Same kind of he? wisecracking. No, he's too he's too thick of a dude too for one. Thick, huh? Yeah, he's too thick. He's too He's wisecracking in a different way. He's not wisecracking in like this totally Well, I guess he isn't Firefly. I'm see I'm basing it all in Castle now, where he's this naive idiot. Who's yeah, easily but, manipulated by everyone around on the him? The actor, not his role. Yeah, like, no, not you're, that particular you're right. role. <laughs> I think that he could pull it off personally. I think he would have done a Maybe. way better job than whoever it was they got instead. So. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was Gary Busey. Oh, God. <laughs> I would watch that. I, I would, would pay too. a lot of money to see that. That would be a hell of a show. <laughs> I'm with Busey. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones, but with Busey, basically, <laughs> is what Uncharted would be if Gary Busey was Nathan Drake. Oh, man. That would be frantic. And then you give him Short Round? Uh, <laughs> Busey and Short Round? Short Round could ride one of his molars, man. <laughs> his teeth are his huge. Teeth. They're goddamn teeth are enormous. huge. You're right. Yeah. His smile could, like, blot out the sun. <laughs> or redirect it. Uh, anyway, so um, I was trying to think of like reasons that geeks should watch it other than Nathan Fillion. Um, there's a lot of Firefly references in it, obviously. A lot of Star Wars references, some geek stuff. Um, they did a cool steampunk episode not too long ago. That, castle? Uh, yeah, Castle. Steampunk? They did a steampunk episode, yeah. Really? Yeah. That sounds interesting. interesting, actually. It was. It was cool. Um, <laughs> and the episode itself was actually not bad, hmm. as far as the, the mystery that... The puzzle that you're watching was not bad. Did they have their hands on their hips and be like, gee, I hope we solve this mystery. Yes, and they took their sunglasses off, turned towards the camera, and said something clever. Cool. <laughs> That's what I like out of my non-TV shows. My procedural not-in-TVs. Yeah. So, you liked it, you'd suggest it, yeah. but you're pretty much done with it. I would suggest watching the first season and a half, and then skipping to the steampunk episode, and then stopping. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The Jim Jones Review. Yep. Any other non-TV? Nope, that's it. All right. We're that's done. All, huh? all my non-TV. Yep. Okay. Well, that's your thunder then. You have any thunder? Oh, a little bit. I've got uh, my third day with the 3DS. Oh, 3Ds with the 3DS. 3DS. I In the middle of all that gay bar hopping... I found the time to go purchase a Nintendo three-dimensional unit, uh, 3DS. Um, I love how they don't. The even the box says it. It says, "You this unit has the ability to display 3D images without the need for special glasses." Like it's a long fucking way to say 3D without glasses. <laughs> Why can't you just say that? Or have a sunglasses and a, a circle around it with a line through the middle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's this long phrase. Uh, Pictures worth a thousand words, man. Right. So what does the 3DS stand for? Just three dual screen? That's what I think. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't like that, actually. That's a terrible name. It seemed witty back when it was released because it's three-dimensional. Uh -huh. It does 3D images and the last portable was the dual screen, the mm. DS. But 3DS doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It would have to be the 3D DS. Yeah, yeah. So that it'd be a double D in the middle. <laughs> well, I'm all for double Ds. Oh, yeah. Same here. Especially on my consoles. Yeah. I don't That's know what why that means. I go to gay bars. <laughs> what? But anyway, no. <laughs> drag queens. Anyway. Oh, double dragons? Double dragons. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll take a look at them dragon balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So far off topic. Um, bring us back. Let's bring it back. And yeah, so 3DS, not the best name, but if you don't think about it, it flows off the tongue well enough. Sure. Yeah. So I got it. Didn't have to stand in line this time. No, no, no line standing. I pre-ordered the son of a bitch. Oh, so I could yeah. have actually not still picked it up and just stroll in and waltz in and have it. They actually had consumer copies, though. I guess they, unlike the Wii, where it was this very, what I feel is strategically limited supply to build, build demand. Yeah. Um, there was a, a, a shit ton of consoles there. Hmm. There's units out the, the Yang. So they had several that were not spoken for by pre-orders that they were selling to people so i got a black one got it uh day one after i woke up and and uh took some medicine for my hangover i uh (laughs) i went there and so far i'm impressed i'm liking it but i'm actually so nervous because this thing's so expensive like i don't want to like roughhouse it what do you mean roughhouse it you're pushing buttons man yeah, but like the, I got two games. There aren't very many good games out for it right now. Okay. Um, the launch lineup is pretty shit. One of them is called Slam the Console on the Table. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't tried that yet, but I don't think I'm going to like it. <laughs> you have to throw the uh, console at the wall. <laughs> Scratch the screen with a razor blade. <laughs> Destroy <DS>. a 3DS <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs> No, it's not like that, but I did get a game. It's a Super Street Fighter 4. Oh, yeah. And that's like, I mean, you can get, you remember how our old friend Orpher used to play those games? Oh, well, that's... Man, he would eat a controller alive. His huge bear <laughs> hands, mammoth hands would yeah. just like snap the controller like that guy from Mice and Men snapped women's necks. And... <laughs> Tell yeah. me about the rabbits, George. Anyway, the um, fighting games, I get that way. I get that same kind of intense way. Just put too much intensity uh, into it. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, smash the system up because it's sure. so, you know, it's so, so I'm kind of being babyish with it. Okay. But I've enjoyed it. I am a little disappointed in some of the aspects of it. Uh-oh. Here it comes. The 3D pretty much has, the 3D pretty much has to be you have to be looking at it pretty much dead on mm. there there is and with my portable gaming like i like the game in the bed and upside down and flip it <laughs> uh, literally i i do yeah. i'm i can be in a pretzel shape and play my old <laughs> ds sure um in this you feel like you have to be a little more fixed and you can't like i think one of the fun things about portable gaming was the fact that you could view it from any angle and like have your head laid back on a pillow and mm-hmm. and play it at night before you go to bed or while you're driving while somebody's driving you someplace in a car all these different positions mm-hmm. but with this you have to be so exact and so fixed and for a small screen that's a challenge when it's I a bet. small screen in your hand plus you have to tweak the slider bar you can get the game that you're playing into this very sweet spot where the 3D looks beautiful and it's mm-hmm. perfectly represented, but it's so tenuous because you've got a slider bar that you've had to tweak. Mm-hmm. There are some adjustments you have to go through before you can just fire up a game and go to town. You have to, you know. Yeah. So a little, a little irritating. 
Well, you know what you need? We, we need to come up with this accessory, which is like a a, a head piece of headgear yeah. that straps to your head, connects to your DS with these solid, stiff rods that don't allow it to move from a certain angle. That's perfect. <laughs> Why didn't they then... think of that before? <laughs> <laughs> and then we can have the graphics be in red. <laughs> just red <laughs> and we'll call it the virtual bob yeah we'll call it the virtual ds the virtual ds uh the vds yeah that actually sounds horrible i'm sure you could uh, have gotten that at the clubs i've been <laughs> yeah to. the vds yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know people would call it the vds yeah the the 3d vds <laughs> 3d videos so i can kind of see why the guy who created the virtual boy did it that way because it keeps your goddamn eyes looking at the screen in the right spot yeah i I mean that's that's a big problem that's what people were saying when they first i think it's a huge problem i think it's actually so big of a problem that it may bring it down really you think it's a game breaker it's almost a deal breaker almost Hmm. But there are so many other redeeming elements to the system that it might not be. Because, for one thing, it's graphics capability, way awesome. At the very least, it's a way more powerful DS. Way more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, it's portable GameCube, portable Wii quality, portable original Xbox. Um, If you watch right now, there's uh, trailers on GameTrailers.com or on YouTube, wherever, Mm -hmm. non-TV. On TV. And you could look at uh, Resident Evil Mercenaries. That game looks like Resident Evil 5 for the modern consoles huh. on the handheld. It's amazing. Nice. So it's graphics potential through the roof. You can, of course, slide it all the way down, keep it on 2D mode mm-hmm. if you want to. Yep. Um, there are some games that you want to do that with. There are some games that would probably be slower paced like RPGs mm-hmm. where the 3D would actually be fine because you're not... You know, frantically trying to pull off a combo and then yeah, that would fucking be up difficult. the 3D view. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, so for certain more action-y games, you might want to just forgo the 3D. Hmm. And I think that's kind of sad because that's their biggest draw to this. It's the 3DS, not the 2DS. Yeah. And the whole thing is like, you know, 3D without glasses has been the selling feature, but it's not the best feature on the system. I think some of the coolest features are not only its graphics capability, but its front-facing camera and its mm-hmm. uh, the two um, um, other cameras that are facing the opposite direction. Um, they are pretty wild because there are these things called like AR games, alternate reality games. I've heard a little bit about this. Yeah, I don't want to spoil this for you actually (laughs) because you haven't tried this yet, but it basically, it interacts with cards on your table and it tracks in 3D the the animations that arise from the card and you can manipulate um, the reality of of what it's showing you. It's pretty cool. Sounds cool. Plus they have this thing called Face Raiders, where uh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> it takes a picture of your face, and you mm. actually have to fight your face off with like tennis balls and stuff. And, and it shows you like the background is the camera, right? The uh, camera view. The it room. just shows things appearing in your room. In your like, room, yeah, yeah. And ripping like the wall comes <laughs> apart and yeah, crazy. like different. It's wild. So that's pretty cool. Don't even have to play it in 3D. Huh. Um, I would suggest not actually because those are all mo- highly intensely. Movement. Yeah, that'd be almost impossible. Uh, I I would I would never try those without the headgear without the headgear attachment that yeah. they need to make. Obviously, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so I'm impressed with a lot of the features. Most mostly impressed with the non 3D features. Although oh. 
when you've hit the sweet spot with it, it is very cool that it can do that. Yeah. Without glasses. It's totally a bitchin' effect. Mm. It's just that the magic is broken at the drop of a hat. And when you're trying to suspend your disbelief in any kind of fictional medium, yeah. when something jars you like that, totally ruins it. So it's almost it's Achilles heel, in my opinion, so far. Yeah, I could see that, and people were afraid that was going to be the issue. So I think it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And another small add-on to that is that if you don't have two eyes, you can't see it in 3D. I'm not making a joke. Oh, my God. Oh, not, man. No! Offending the handicap. No! I'm not trying <laughs> if to... If you're a pirate, you're not going to be able to play no. it, Yar. <laughs> oh, did you see the new 3D movie on the 3DS? It was rated R. I'm sorry. Um... And that R was brought to you by 3D Technology without glasses. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying what? anymore, but the the 3D effect is not perfect for me because I have glasses. Like one of my left eye is better than my right eye, and you know it's bionic, right? It's cyber, It's the cybernetic thing yeah. Jordy got, yeah, uh, for first contact. Sure, um, it's called the first contacts. They're... <laughs> They're expensive, though. You could only afford one. Right. I could yeah. only afford one. I'm making payments towards the X. <laughs> layaway. Yeah, layaway. My right eye is in layaway right now. <laughs> and uh, so I'm having a real hard time. If, if No, this is a real observation. Okay. Actually, a physical one with my eye. Um, if one of your eyes is slightly sharper and more acute than the other, mm. the 3D effect kind of gets skewed because it's sending different images to different eyes huh. basically is how it works yeah so you get you know your left eye seeing one thing your right seeing the other and that's how you get the pop effect and that's mm. also why there is a visual degradation to the image because like half the pixels are dedicated to one eye half are dedicated to the other and you know that's why like in super street fighter 4 you get 30 frames per second with 3d on 60 frames per second uh, with uh, 3d off nice so there's a there's a there's a split in what mm -hmm. information is hitting one eye and the other and if both eyes aren't on par then there's an odd you know off balance i would call it kind of dizzying effect i would hmm. say to the 3d because interesting you've got this uh you know how when you have a head cold your equilibrium gets fucked up uh, all, I know all about it. Okay, well, it's that way in a visual way. It's that visual kind of disorientation. Hmm. And I kind of have to find myself having to, like, splash water in my eyes and blink and, and, and wow. like, wash my glasses off. And then, like, when I'm prepared to view it, I, I then have to adjust the slider and then adjust where it is. This sounds like a nightmare. It, like it's I, almost, uh, it's almost. You it's have depressing. To, you have to keep it strapped to your head and have perfect vision to play it. To really feel like you're getting the fullness of it. It you doesn't know, seem like a viable way to play a game. You'll try it later. You'll probably love it. But th this is my because I'm kind of anal about getting the best experience. Right. Okay. When I buy a product, I want it to perform optimum. But my speech, however, I don't give a shit. I don't care how the fuck I pronounce things at all. But yeah, you get where I'm going sure, with yeah, this, yeah. even though I can't yeah. pronounce words now. Um, and the 3DS, I feel like I have to go through hoops to get to that level. Yeah. And then I'm not in the mood to enjoy a game at that point. 
I'm so irritated that I've had to go through this mm-hmm. in order to enjoy it. It's like discourages me from playing. That, that and the uh, fact that the launch titles right now suck. So Peter Street's official review of the 3DS, or at least my suggestion, is that you invest in it, but do so... I would say it's not worth investing in now. I think down the road, once some software hits that mm-hmm. really takes advantage of all of the what the system can do... Yeah. Then it's going to be a really good platform. Um, even if you threw the 3D out entirely, I think it's a good platform. Yeah. Um, however, right now, I would say skip the 3DS. Wow. Yeah, don't get that it. It might yet. be the first time I've ever heard you say skip a Nintendo console. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I thought I would love it, and I kind of despise it a little bit. <laughs> I don't... I think that it's going to be great, but I think that right now I just spent like three hundred dollars yeah, on yeah. on a system that I'm it's not a having taste. a lot of fun with. So bitter taste. Wait until there's this wait until there's a really amazing killer game and maybe the price has gone down fifty bucks. Yeah. And and then sure, you know, jump on board. But for now, I mean you've got a bunch of bloatware and a bunch of tech demos and that's yeah you it. don't have kid icarus where's kid icarus man they needed kid icarus they need something because right now there is you know a fighting game which i'm not big into that genre mm-hmm. and then there's pilot wings and like a pet sim and one of the worst football games ever <laughs> and some submarine game that sucks <laughs> it, those it's... sound bad i like pilot wings myself but i do too i've had the most fun with pilot wings as a really? game okay. i've actually had the most fun with the stuff included in the system oh, so if boy. you buy it you may not want to buy a game with it <laughs> because it's wow. got the software included has entertained me way more than the two games i bought huh okay so that's what I've been doing as well as going, getting drunk and singing karaoke with a bunch of uh, gay friends. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like a cast, actually. My voice is totally gone now. Yeah. You can probably hear it fading. Yeah. Fading it's fast. Fading fast. We should get this uh, Don's Corner, the Staffa Corner. Oh, okay. Well, you can read it. All right. <clears throat> Staffa, you bastard. You want me to do this in the likeness <laughs> Of Rodney King? Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield. You son of a bitch. All right, here we go. This is Staffa's Corner, everybody. Staffa posted once on our forums. And don't we need music for this? Isn't Aaron's true? Staffa's Corner! Staffa's <laughs> Corner! Isn't that traditional? Yeah, sure. Right. We just coined it. Dear Blue Yonder. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God, bad, Rodney Dangerfield. That's a bad way to start, man. I don't get no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to practice a little bit. Rodney yeah. Dangerfield was like, I don't get no respect. No. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Well, I'm probably in the minority when it comes to this, but uh, within the last few years, I've been uh, noticing that uh, most males and females of video games have identical or near identical heights, uh, and and this somewhat bugs me. I'm not saying it annoys you, you me. Need to, you need to sound. You need to sound fatter. You need to get more cheek motion uh, in there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it annoys. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Is that good? That's good. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm not saying it annoys me, but uh, I'm. I'm playing a. I'm playing a game in which I'm a heroic man character who's a who, 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 who's a physical champion. 
Uh, and then, and then in cutscene, is, is talking to a woman, and she's practically the same height. It feels like I'm <laughs> listening to uh, a cross between Christopher Walken, <laughs> Boss Nass, and Rodney Dangerfield. You ask for it. You're going to get it. I, I start thinking, is she some Amazon woman, or is my dude j- just just that short? <laughs> God, this is a long email. Yeah, it is. <laughs> For example, within the last, within the past year, I played Prince, Prince of Persia 2008 <laughs> and Prince of Persia The Forgotten Sands. <laughs> How many goddamn Prince of Persia games have you been playing, Stafford? Come on, there's more to life. Although your peas are pretty good for a fat cheek. God, man. <laughs> thank God I have this pop shield. In both games... You're playing an athletic male who's overcome all odds, and in both games, there is a female character who's exactly the same height. I get no respect. <laughs> what I don't get is why this is so common in so many games. I'm not saying women can't be tall, but in general, the average woman is shorter than the average male. I guess uh, related issues when everyone in the game is exactly the same height, but that's due to technical issues and memory. Is this something that you guys uh, take notice while playing, or does it matter to you? Stuffa. All right. Well, that's, oh, that's almost. That's by far the most respectable accent we've done. I, I got some respect. <clears throat> I think you get some respect there. <laughs> Thanks. Which actually nullifies it and makes it a terrible accent because you're getting respect. You're not supposed to get no respect. Fuck. I'm not supposed to get no respect. (laughs) Nope. Uh, I kind of have to agree with him here. You agree? How often do you see, even in a game where there are a vast number of characters, the female characters being much, if any, shorter than... Here's the thing. Here's the thing with my perspective on it. Like, why does it? Why does a heroic male have to be like super tall? He doesn't. That's not necessary, is it? No. No. Look at Jet Li. Oh yeah. Jet Li's a badass, and he's super short. And we were doing. We've done Human Champions time and time again. Human Champion number one, our three C badass. Mm Is uh, is a relatively short guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not relatively short. He's he's taller than me. He's taller than you, but you're. Kind I'm, of I'm, on the sh- short I'm short end of the yeah. stick, but I know I'm roughly average, right? I mean, it's not yeah. five foot nine is not. You know what? Short. And I I've seen stuff uh, in real life, and he's about your size. Is he? So maybe it's because he is a little inadequate when it comes to oh. his. Oh wait, well, me... <laughs> well. Colin I haven't Stoffa seen. Out I haven't the air. seen. Doesn't he do MMA? Or that, is that his brother? Stoffa? Yeah, it's his brother. I think it's his brother. Okay. Well, he's probably so, picked up a few tricks. I'd watch know, out, man. He doesn't know where I live. Okay. <laughs> Good. So, so anyway, Stoffa, from the safety of my, from the safety of the, <laughs> the bald tower, yeah. I will call you out and say, I think that you dig that element of the fantasy because it's not reality, right? When you go to something that's a fantastical world or a heroic world, you want to kind of escape from the everyday a little bit and if okay. you're a short shriveled guy who, who does nothing but write emails where other people have to make stupid ass fools of themselves in front of millions of listeners which we literally have you're gonna get right? reverse chimora the minute you step outside 
It's a good thing I zombie draft Fedor, <laughs> although he's last lost the last couple fights. Um, I'm just saying, when when you have that kind of lifestyle, hunched over a monitor, feverishly thinking of the the next demonic email you're going to send to these people, then you know not only do you have pale skin, but you're also very short. So naturally. When you you go want to, to add pl- anything else in? You no, to- I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so when you go to play a heroic physical champion, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. I'm quoting the uh, email again. Sure. I think you probably want your heroic male character to, to dominate the scenery and be towering above all the, you know, the, the females and probably the other males, too, in his mind. But I have kind of noticed, like in Dragon Age 2, I've been playing as well, mm-hmm. that you can pick female or male character and they're about the same height well see i don't have a problem with it if it's like there are one or two characters who are of the same height okay well i know tons of girls who are taller than me that's not a problem but on average uh, it's a biological fact that most women are shorter than males right yeah i suppose so i don't think it's sexist to say that absolutely not no it's it's a fact how how can a fact be sexist? how can reality be sexist? exactly physical reality so on average shouldn't the people in games reflect uh, i mean i guess if you're in a fantasy world strange fantasy location where maybe those rules don't apply sure and i can get behind that like if i'm in world of warcraft i don't expect all my female orcs to be shorter than my female sure. or my male orcs then again start the dawn is mentioning the prince of persia games which while those mm. are fantasy they're still taking place on earth right as far as, like, as i know as far as i know yeah. i've not played i've not really played those games yeah i'm not into that series but uh, as far as i know that's the earth and i would say it's a non-sexist true observation to say on average males are taller mm-hmm. than females so that should be reflected in the game right nevertheless why does it have to be i think the only time i would agree with him is if it was annoyingly the case that they were all the same exact height and they just reskinned the textures of a model that's developer mm. laziness more that would irritate me than just the simple fact that my dominating male hero isn't <laughs> yeah you know towering above the ladies see it's not something that annoys me it's just something that it's an inaccuracy in a world that is weird. Yeah, technical discrepancy in the yeah. in the uh, in the world, which is another thing that can validly pull you out of your suspension of disbelief. And apparently, it does for the dawn. And it does for the dawn. Not so much me. I've noticed it like once or twice, but truly, the only thing that really I could speak to is at the end. He mentions back in the day with technical issues of memory. You know, I, Final Fantasy comes to mind yeah where they were all super deformed squat characters with a mm-hmm. set pixel height because sure. you know they had limited memory to deal with they're gonna make them one pixel smaller yeah. that'd be ridiculous which uh, actually has a little bit of charm to it and a little bit of retro charm to it nowadays yeah. but uh no excuse for it now you should have varying no heights i don't think you should have a sterile height cap on your 3d character models yeah like if you if you have the ability to customize your character in a game i think you should be able to customize height by default yeah totally like so, i can make my five foot two male i, I can guess, make my I mean, six foot eight female yeah I, I must say that i guess his original point is that he's noticed that in a lot of games but dude all your plans prince of persia so <laughs> maybe you could try a different game yeah <laughs> it won't be like <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really noticed that a lot. I've never noticed it. And now that he says it, I guess 
it's I'm true, probably going to keep an eye out for it now. But it won't bother me. It's not like something that I, not gonna tear I worry me. about. It's not like George Lucas. It's not going to tear my heart out. Nope, not at all. Okay, all right. that's it, man. My voice is shot. Okay. Uh, I got to get to editing. Do this we thing need so an outro sleep. since we have an intro? Uh, we're going to give them an outro and an intro. And right. An introduction. We're going we're gonna to give them it twice. Two yeah. times. Two times. All right, you start. Uh, outroduction. Here it comes. <laughs> uh, we are not going to do an outroduction. Okay, no outro? Nope, Just... this is the end of the show. All right. With that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I am Peter Street. Ciao. Ciao.